Welcome back to Thursday Night's Reflection. All right, let's get into it. One more day. Number one, stretch yoga for 20 minutes. Number two, watch a aggressive YouTube video. Number three, complete a random act of kindness. Number four, run two miles. Number five, cook healthy recipes from scratch for dinner. Number six, book a virtual event, hobby related. Number seven, 50 squats, push-ups, and sit-ups. Number eight, journal about the seven habits of highly effective people. Number nine, listen to one hour of motivational podcasts. Number 10, create a playlist of 15 motivational songs. Okay, so before we go and dive into that, let's cover our 333 rule. And this is also part of our Mogresa program for the six and 12 week program that's embedded. We do a lot of exercises, different techniques, and different methodologies. And here's one right here. It's a self-reflection, it's called the 333 rule. Three things that went well, three things that did not go well, and three improvements for next time. Okay, so the first three things that went well for myself. Number one, well, number one is number one. Uh, my focus was on action item number one, um, stretch yoga for 20 minutes. That went really wait, went, <laughs> that went really well for myself um, because I like to start my day focused on myself. First thing in the morning, it sets the precedence for the entire day. The way you start your morning, focus on you first. Okay, number two, that went well. I was able to accomplish all my tasks and I still had extra time for more, which is great because before, when I would write a list of 10 items or 20 items for the day, I would hit maybe 80 to 90% of, of capacity of those um, challenges or those tasks or those goals. Now, probably say after six months, I can knock out more than 20 tasks a day and still have extra time. I'll be done by 12 o'clock. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, the rest of the day. That's the time I usually take Loki to the beach. Okay, so number three, I delivered and prepped a business plan not just deliver the business plan, but I delivered the business pitch as well. And I feel good about myself. Okay, so three things that did not go well. Number three. Number three was giving me a tough time. And that was about gratitude. That was complete a random act of kindness. And the reason why that one was giving me some trouble was because, well, recently I haven't really um, gave time to think about all the things I'm grateful for or, other, or the things I give gratitude to other people for it. And I think that just comes out naturally now. But before, I would have to focus on it. Like, okay, today I'm gonna compliment a few people today. Just a random act of kindness. Now, it just happens naturally. And that's why I was having a tough time with it. I was like, dang, I don't, have, I don't know what to do. It's like, oh, wait a second. Now that I'm reflecting throughout my day and the week, I'm like, I naturally do that now. It's a muscle memory. It's almost unconscious, you know? It's, it's embedded in your subconscious now. So a habit, it starts with a thought. That thought turns into a habit. That habit turns into a routine. That routine turns into muscle memory. That muscle memory becomes second nature now. And then now you can just start that whole process again with something new that you wanna learn, achieve, or repeat. Okay, so three improvements for next time. Number one, I hate saying this, but I stayed in bed after waking up for 30 minutes and I was on my phone. And um, at first, at first I was kind of upset myself. Like, why did I just do that? Like, wait a second. I rarely do that. And this is once in probably within the last two weeks, I would say that I normally get out of bed every day. But this time I stayed there for an extra 20, 30 minutes, which was cool because again, right? You gotta have that self negotiation with yourself. You can tell yourself, okay, I'm gonna be on my phone for 20 minutes and then I'm gonna get out of bed, wash my face, take a shower, get ready, whatever you have to do. But as long as you're consciously aware of that and you tell that self to yourself, you make that contract with yourself, that self-commitment, right? That self-commitment leads to self-confidence and vice versa. Self-confidence leads to self-commitment. Self-commitment leads to self-growth. Self-growth leads to ownership, 
which means that nobody can tell you what to do. You're going to do everything on your time based on your time, energy, focus, and attention on that item. So three improvements for next time. I stayed in bed for an extra 30 minutes, right? Justifiable because it's not a habit of doing that. I recognize that I can't be doing that all the time. Accept it. Move on with it. Number two, reflect on my business pitch. What can I do better? Right? So that you can always improve. That's the best part. Whether you succeed a thousand percent or you fail a thousand percent, you can learn as much from both extremes, right? Why did you accomplish that a thousand percent successfully? What did you do? Reflect, reverse engineer and backtrack on the steps you've taken to get there. Not only the physical steps, the mental prep, the emotional prep, the behavioral prep, the game theory prep, the strategic prep, right? All that stuff plays factors. And that's called taking full ownership of your life based on your self-awareness. And that's what we teach you at Mogressive. If you take the six-week program, you're guaranteed to have self-awareness. Self-awareness dictates and drives the motivation for you to get out of bed every day and to negotiate the positive stress in your life. <sighs> okay, so continuing on, number three for improvements for next time. Remind myself in the mornings that shit changes, right? Sometimes I get complacent like that because sometimes it's like my way or the highway or, you know, sometimes you get caught up in your own mindset of like, hey, I'm creating all this stuff, so everybody's going to bend the knee to me. But it's not like that sometimes. That's why I tell everybody and my clients and the prospective clients, I tell them like, look, plan for 80 to 85%, from 75 to 85%. Plan that far ahead because you have to leave room for anticipation. You have to leave room for the external factors, things that are out of your control, the things that happen in life for whatever reason. A good and a prime example that I give all the time as an analogy for this exact topic, Afghanistan. When we deployed to Afghanistan, um, we would try to plan for everything. What if this car gets blown up? What if that person gets blown up? What if we take contact from here? What do we do when we get onto the mission site? What vehicles are moving? All the what ifs, the what ifs, the possibilities, the could haves, the, the ha you know, all of them, all of them. We try to anticipate and we try to cover every single angle. But guess what, bro? Every time, every time we went out on a mission, every time we came back, they would tell us, hey, we're blacked out today. And blacked out means you have no comms, no network, no Wi-Fi, no nothing, no communication outside of that little base that you're in, that little cop. And we knew that, that, hey, our checks and balances didn't check out. You know, we missed something. But is it something you missed? Because sometimes you can't focus on the things, on those little 1% things that could happen. Because if you focus on the 1% rather than, rather than the 99% of the out external factors, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to noodle in your head while you're on mission. And if your mind is focused on all the what-ifs and could-haves rather than the mission at hand, that's how you get people killed. That's how you get complacent. And that's why I tell you complacency kills. Never get complacent. If you get complacent, it's going to turn into a bad habit. That bad habit is going to carry over to you sleeping in, staying up late. And staying, in, and staying in bed when you wake up in the mornings for more than 30 minutes. That's why I never do that. That's why I'm never complacent. And I tell people, don't ever get complacent. That's why we always do growth diagnostic checks, self-reality checks, because they help. I've seen the extremes, you know, and you shouldn't have to go to that extreme to understand it. And I'm not telling you to take my word on it, but trust yourself, trust the process, and trust the knowledge and wisdom that you're getting. All right. Another tangent, but all right, it's cool. Okay, so the last part that I asked you to do was journal, right? Journaling. Journaling was part of number eight on Thursday's challenge, right? Number eight. 
So I decided to journal and, I, and I'm gonna screenshot this as well so I can post it on my Instagram and you can check it out as well. I'll read it real quick. Um, so I put journaling about the seven habits of highly successful people. If you're not familiar with the seven habits of highly successful people, it has been around for at least more than 20 years. And these habits really work. And there's a reason why it's been around for 20 years. It's, it's been in the workplace, it's been in the personal space, it's been in the, the school space, everywhere. So there's seven, right? And I took, I'm taking away two right now. And the two that I'm taking away from is um, putting yourself first and win-win scenarios. So those are the two I'm gonna talk about right now. I learned a common factor. One of the common factors that I learned about the seven habits of highly successful people was to allow 20 minutes or so, or so for yourself every morning. Put yourself first every morning. Prioritize yourself every day, weekends, holidays, days off. Never get complacent. Always put yourself first. And if you have families or if you have dependents or if you have other responsibilities, hey, this is a challenge. Challenge yourself to wake up 20 minutes earlier so you can spend 20 minutes on yourself. Go to bed 20 minutes earlier. Start preparing to go to bed 20 minutes earlier. Every night, set a timer. Hey, in 20, for the next 20 minutes, you're gonna start getting ready for bed. You know, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes in the beginning, you you're gonna have to do it, right? Be uncomfortable so, so the people you love can be comfortable. Be uncomfortable so the people you love can be comfortable. And the people you love are usually your family your kids, your parents, the loved ones, your five meter radius. The five meter radius is everything that you can control right now. That's what it's about. And the other one I talked about was the win-win scenarios. I always make this a priority as well. I always try to create win-win scenarios whenever I'm trying to influence other people. Why do, why do I say that? Because you have to, whenever you're influencing other people, because that's the reason why you influence other people is because you might need something from them whether it's something from their mindset or something physical. It's going to be mental, physical, emotional. One of those, right? It's going to be one of those. And the way how I deliver it, whenever I need something out of somebody, it's an it's a art, you know? It's part of the art. It's an art of negotiation. And you have to learn about that. And, the birth, and the, one of the best places to start is learning about the seven habits of highly successful people. Why are they highly successful people? Oh, it's because of their habits. What are their habits? Oh, there's seven of them. Oh shit, okay, well let me just start digging, dive and dig, dive deep into all of this. <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? You're back in the same place where you started. And guess what? You've been there multiple times, which is the reason you keep starting over and over. Doesn't it suck to keep starting over and over again? When are you gonna learn that you have to be consistent? And if you're not consistent in doing the things you're doing right now, whether it's at home, work, or wherever, it's because it's not aligned with actually who you are. It's not tied to any of your passions, it's not tied to any of your purposes, and it's not tied to any of your strengths. All The only thing it's tied to is all of your weaknesses and your judgments for opinions in society's life. The decision is up to you and it's always been up to you. Again, it always starts and it ends with you. What you do with this challenge is up to you. Some of you are gonna pass, some of you are gonna fail, but guess what? It's a win either way. You're gonna learn if you fail. You're gonna learn if you win. You're gonna grow if you win. You're gonna grow if you fail. You only keep starting over if you don't learn anything from it. There's a difference between failing and failure. Think and learn and dissect those two. Compare and contrast failing versus failure. And I guarantee you're gonna learn more about yourself right there. Because next time you start, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience.